Welcome to the Power of You microcast, where your career questions are answered. This is Wynne Sheffield. Today, I'm answering the question, how can I make updating my resume easier? Because of its centrality to our job campaigns, and as our only means of communication with some audiences we need to reach, a resume can be overwhelming to approach. This microcast lays out a step-by-step approach to developing a powerful resume. The sections of a resume are fairly standard, name and contact information, a general introduction of some kind, education, and other information which can contain skills, interests, and other outside activities. The most important section is experience. Before we get there, let's look at some key aspects of the other sections. First, name and contact information. Our name should be bigger in type than anything else in the resume, as it is the most important thing for them to know. As for contact information, we have some choice. For ease, email is a good idea. For immediacy, a phone number. A postal address may be something we include, perhaps to show off, or not. Increasingly, people are leaving it off. Next, a general introduction of some kind. Most people include an objective or summary here. For more detail on an effective alternative, listen again to the Power of You microcast number two. Education most often appears after experience, except when we have recently graduated, when it is pulled to the top. Degrees and coursework without degrees are included in this section. Some people choose to omit graduation dates. This may be more necessary in some industries than others. Don't forget, too, that for some senior jobs, age is an advantage. It can also be an advantage for some jobs in young companies who need the experience of an adult in the room. For technical jobs, listing skills is expected. Skills which are obvious, such as Microsoft Word, do not need to be listed. Other information, such as interests, volunteer activity, and board memberships are listed last on the resume. I like to include them to show I care about things beyond work and give the interviewer something to talk about when we start. Experience is the bulk of the resume and is listed in reverse chronological order with no gaps. Whatever we were doing when not in the workforce needs to be accounted for, maybe as consulting or being in business for ourselves or attending to family matters. If there are gaps, there is a good chance the resume will be discarded. It is useful to think about experience being split into two parts, position description and accomplishments. The position description appears just below the job title and dates and covers our day-to-day overall responsibility, perhaps including the number of reports or budget responsibility. This is normally two to four lines. Below that are the bullets. Each bullet is a single accomplishment. These are best developed in the following five steps. One, list any and all accomplishments we can think of. Use old reviews, fond memories, old versions of our resume, anything. The idea is to get down as many ideas as possible. Two, choose a specific accomplishment. Even if it is the kind of task we have done a thousand times, arbitrarily pick one time to focus on. In this example, I might be in charge of technology for operations 
where I have had many accomplishments. I select the time when we retooled the database for client services. Three, identify detail and circumstances around the chosen accomplishment. Initially, I thought about some possible improvements after a discussion with a friend in the customer service area. I also remember that there were some follow-on effects bringing us new customers. Four, break the accomplishments into circumstance, action, and result. Listen to the PowerView microcast number three for more details on this. In this example, our role was technology support for operations, our action was improving the database functionality, and the result was new clients. Only at this point do we write the bullet in resume language with the verb first. Coordinated with customer service staff to implement major retooling of database capabilities, satisfying client need, and attracting new insurance industry clients. There is an optional sixth step for editing for space, which is often where we begin in redoing our resume. By breaking the process down into these steps, we can create better bullet points and capture detail which, while possibly not included now, may be useful down the road. The next step for you is, wherever you are in your career thinking, it pays to have a place where you can record accomplishments. I call this an experience bank. It looks exactly like a resume, except that it has any and every accomplishment or comment you have ever thought of all listed by position. This document becomes a source for any resume you are doing. It is much easier to do this than have to dig through old resumes, assuming you can even find them. This concludes another Power of You microcast. Please rate us or subscribe on iTunes or at winsheffield.com, where you can also leave comments and questions for future episodes. For the Power of You microcast, this is Win Sheffield. Thanks for listening.